Hallelujah, people of God. Welcome to your favorite podcast, Alone with Jesus. I'm so excited you've joined us for the word of life that is able to transform us and draw us into an intimate relationship with Jesus. Two weeks ago, we prepared ourselves for the rains that are coming and we established the fact that the footsteps of the one coming in our testimony is very near and we ought to get ready for the rains to come. And a week ago, we said, if only we can believe, we will see the glory of God. What it means is that if we can believe, the rains which we are praying for will come to pass. Now, in John chapter 16, from verse number 31, the Bible said, And Jesus replied the disciples and said, You believe at last. Now, in the book of John, Jesus had been saying a lot of things about himself to the disciples. At a point, he said to them that, I cannot speak unto you any longer because you are not able to bear them. There was a time that Jesus even spoke to the extent that he said that his body is bread indeed and his blood is wine indeed. And anybody who does not take a part of it is not a part of him. The Bible says that many of his disciples were offended that he said, the bread which their forefathers ate, they perished in the wilderness, but they that eat of him will have everlasting life. So many of the disciples left him that day. There were times that Jesus was speaking with the disciples. Then the disciples go to him and say, why do you speak to us always in parables? And Jesus would tell them, because it has been given to you to understand the things of the spirit and to understand these parables. And in verse 31 of John chapter 16, Jesus is replying to the disciples and saying that you believe at last or finally you believe. It means that it has been the desire of Jesus and it has been his, his earnest prayer that the disciples will come to a place of belief in God. That the disciples will have faith in the things that he's saying unto them. But for a very long time, they were having a challenge in believing it. And there were things that Jesus wanted to do for them he couldn't do because they lacked the faith to receive them. And the moment they believe in John chapter 16 verse number 31, the next chapter which is John chapter 17 from verse number 1, Bible says, After they believed, Jesus lifted up his eyes to the heavens and prayed. Jesus lifted up his eyes to the heavens and prayed. So the prayer that Jesus wanted to pray for the disciples was bound to the level of faith that they have. There are a lot of the time that you have asked people to pray for you and the prayer have not worked. There are a lot of time you have asked your pastors to say a prayer for you. And even though you are requesting for prayer from them, you still do not believe it will work out. In John chapter 17, verse number 3, Jesus prays the first prayer for the disciples. And he said, now this is eternal life, that they may know God, they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you, God, have sent, that they may know him. Philip said to Jesus, show us God, that we may know him, and it will satisfy us. There is something about knowing God, 
which we cannot compromise. There is something about knowing Jesus whom we have sent. And Jesus is explaining in John chapter 17 verse number 3 that knowing God and knowing Jesus is eternal life. It's eternal life because God is the one that sent Jesus his only son to come and die for you and I that we will have eternal life. So that whoever believes in the one who sent Jesus and the one who has been sent would have an eternal life. And in the prayer of Jesus, the first thing he said is that, Lord, I pray for these ones that they may know you and that they may have eternal life. In this world, we will have troubles, but in Jesus, we will have peace. Until we know God, and until we know the one whom God has sent, which is Jesus Christ, we will know nothing but troubles. Until we know that salvation lies in nobody else. Until we know that your destiny lies in no man. Until we know that who you become does not lie in what somebody thinks of you or what somebody says about you. But in Jesus, we will be frustrated in this world. Who will be confused in this world and so john chapter 16 verse number 33 says that in this world you will have troubles but rejoice for in me you will have peace because i have overcome child of god jesus prayed for the disciples not so that they would have cars and material possessions it is good he said i'll add all these things unto you whatever god is adding unto us is good because all good and perfect gift comes from above james chapter 1 verse number 17. but i want you to also understand that the prayer that jesus prayed first of all for the disciples was that they would have eternal life was that they would know god and know jesus whom he has sent. The times we are living in is a very delicate time. We cannot waste it. We cannot concern ourselves with everything that is going on. One thing that we must not leave out in our conversation is the coming of Christ and how it will be. The prophet Joel said, is that great and terrible day of the Lord. There is coming a time where all men will stand before this God and will give an account of what they have done the life that he gave them but child of God I want to ask you and I want to find out from you when that time comes do you know Jesus and do you know the one that sent him to bring salvation to all humanity the second prayer that Jesus prayed is in the same John chapter 17 verse number 9 he said I am not praying for the world, but I'm praying for those who, whom you have given me because they are yours. This is a specific prayer, not for the whole world and not for a group of people, but for the people whom God has given unto Jesus. The people who are the followers of Christ. Jesus prays specifically for them, that I pray for them because they belong to you, because they are yours. It's a prayer of possession. Is a territorial prayer that Jesus has demarcated and built a hedge around them that are his. And he was specific that I'm not praying for the whole world when it comes to this prayer, but I'm praying for those whom you have given me because they are yours. Child of God, you belong to God. You are God's treasure. You are God's possession. And so Jesus is praying for you today 
and he's saying the reason i'm praying for you is because you belong to god and you are god's own treasure you are god's own possession and if you are god's own possession then sickness cannot be your lord if you are god's own possession then shame cannot be your master if you are god's own possession then poverty cannot possess you demons cannot possess you in the name of jesus christ i pray for you child of god today because you are god's own treasure and god's own possession in the name of jesus let everything that is trying to take possession of your destiny trying to take possession of your life trying to take possession of anything that concerns you lose its power lose its hold and lose its grip over you in the name of jesus christ jesus met a woman who was double bent over and he said ought not this daughter of abraham be set loose from her infirmities and surely the foundation of the Lord standeth sure. And the Lord knoweth them that are his. God knows you are his. And Jesus is praying for you that nothing will be able to stand you because you belong to God. In Jesus' mighty name. The prayer number three that he prayed for them is in verse number 11 and 12. He said, Lord, protect them so that they can be one. Protect them by your name so that none of them will be lost. And child of God, I pray for you today that when all is said and done, you will not be lost. This is the time that Jesus was about to give an account of the life that he lived on earth. And when he was praying for those that belonged to God and those that were following him, he was concerned about their eternity. He was concerned about who is their master and he prays for them and says that Lord protect them that none of them will be lost and it came to pass in the days of Moses that after they had gone to war Bible said Moses gathered the people and encountered them and none of them was lost I pray that you will not be the son of perdition I pray that you will not be like Judas you will not be lost but you will stay in the presence of the Lord when the trumpet sounds and we are going to give an account of the life that we have lived and our work with God I pray that you will be found and you will not be lost in the name of Jesus and Jesus was so excited and so concerned that none of us will be lost it is possible for some of us to be lost Paul was doing the work with a man called Demas and he had preached so many messages with demons, built churches with demons. But when Paul was speaking to his son Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter number 4, he said that demons has forsaken me, having loved this present world and the things in it. So you can love the world and you become an enemy of God. You can love the world so much so that you, you would deny Christ and go back into the world and mess your life up. But I pray for you that you will not be lost in the name of jesus prayer number four jesus said i pray that they will have a full measure of the joy that is in me john chapter 17 verse number 13 i pray that they will have a full measure of the joy in me in themselves and i pray for you you have wept for too long you have complained for too long tears have filled your eyes for too long but the prayer that jesus prayed for his people is that the joy 
that is in him will be in them. He said, in this world, you have troubles, but in me, you have peace. Rejoice. I pray that from today, you will rejoice in the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord because he's the one that wins all your battles on your behalf. Rejoice in the Lord because he's the one that gives you victory over all your enemies. Rejoice in the Lord because he's the one that causes you to be what he says you will be. Rejoice evermore. Let the joy of the Lord be in you. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Jesus prays a faith prayer for the disciples. In the verse number 15, he said, Lord, I pray again that you will not take these ones out of the world, but I pray that you will protect them from evil. A lot of us, we pray that God should take us away from the situations that we encounter. Jesus had prayed that they will not be lost. And now he's praying that they will be able to endure. So he's not praying that God will take the problem away because in the midst of the darkness, we shine. Our light begins to shine. If we are the light of the world, nobody lights a candle during the daytime. If we are light of the world, nobody puts on the light when the sun is up. The light shined in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. So your light must shine. And therefore, Jesus says, I pray that, Lord, you will not take them away from the world. Elijah was going through challenges in in 1 Kings chapter number 18. He was going through challenges. And he prayed and said, Lord, you will take me away from these problems. And he died. I believe it wasn't time for the prophet to die. But he called for death. And so he died. And some of us, because of the challenges that we are going through, because of the pain we are going through, we are wishing that we never existed. You are wishing that you were dead. You are wishing that something bad happens to you so that your life will end. That is suicide thought. It's a prayer. It's a suicidal prayer. And it must not be encouraged. Jesus said, I pray for them. Do not take them away from the problem. Do not take them. In this world is the problem. I said, do not take them away from the world. But I pray for them that you protect them from evil. And I pray for you, no matter what is happening to you, God will empower you and God will strengthen you. That you will stand. But I will say, when your strength fails in the day of adversity, then your strength is weak. May your strength not be weak. May you not run away from the problem. May you not run away from that challenge that will shoot you to the, the heights that you have desired to be. In the name of Jesus. May we not run away from that case. May we not run away from the battlefield. But may we have the the grace to endure to the very end. In the name of Jesus. Any attack that is coming. Any attack that you are facing in your marriage, in your business, in your educational life, in your finances. Do not commit suicide. And do not run away from it. Jesus said, I pray that God will protect you. So you have the double protection. Because Jesus has prayed for you. And that protection is to ensure that God will cause you to stand strong in the face of trouble to the very end. Hallelujah. Prayer number 6 in John chapter 17, verse number 17. Jesus said, sanctify them by your truth, your word is true 
in John chapter 17 verse number 19 he said for because of them I sanctify myself that they too may be sanctified so Jesus was living a certain kind of life because of the disciples sanctification is to be set aside set apart from evil to be holy to be pure and so Jesus said because of the disciples I set myself apart that they too may be set apart so the life that Jesus was living was not he was not just living for himself but he was living as an example unto the disciples and when he was being taken over he said that Lord I pray for them that you will sanctify them with your truth because your word is true the reason he prayed that for them is because now he is living and he's handing over a baton to them. He's handing over a mantle to them. And because of that, they ought to live a certain kind of life because they have become the spotlight in society and they cannot live anyhow because people are watching. Bible said it came to pass that when Jesus was arrested, that somebody saw Peter and said, this is one of his disciples. So when Jesus was not, the light fell on them and everybody was now looking at them because they were the spotlight. They healed a man who had been crippled from birth for 40 years and immediately they, they brought them to the Sahindris. Bible said they recognized that they were ordinary men who had been with Jesus. So in the absence of Jesus, the spotlight was on the disciples. Now we are the light that we are the ambassadors of Christ here on earth. We represent the kingdom of God here on earth and everything we do, people are watching. That is why you hear people say, even Christians are living this kind of life. Everybody is doing it. But when a Christian does it, it becomes the headlines in the news. Everybody is, is, is doing certain things that is not right. But if we get it wrong as Christians, the news picks it up. The media picks it up and they make news out of it. It is not because of anything. It is because they expect us to be that sanctification that Christ has made us. They understand that we are of Christ and we ought to live a certain standard in society. And so Jesus said, because of this, Lord, I pray for them that they would sanctify, you would sanctify them with your word because your word is true. And I pray for you today, child of God, that in all you do, you will be sanctified, you will be blameless, you will be spotless in the name of Jesus. When the enemy came, Jesus said, Behold, the prince of this world is coming, but he has nothing in me. There is nothing of the devil that can be found in me. Guilt cannot be found in me. Shame cannot be found in me. Sin cannot be found in me. Nothing of the devil can be found in me. When they put us on the scale and they want to measure us by the standard of the world, may they not find the world in us. In the name of Jesus, I pray for you. May the God of all flesh that is able to sanctify his people, sanctify your spirit, your soul, and your body, and present you blameless on the day of judgment. If you have done anything in the past that is haunting you and you feel that you are not clean, today may the blood of Jesus sanctify you and make you whole. In the name of Jesus. And finally in verse number 18 Jesus says. As you have sent me into the well. So do I send them. In the name of Jesus. From today. I pray for you. That may the power of God come upon you. And commission you. To do the work. With Jesus did. There is a work we must do. 
there is an assignment we must fulfill. And after Jesus had prayed for them, he now ushers them into a season of fulfilling the part of the assignment which he left behind. That go ye therefore and make disciples in my name. I pray for you, child of God, with all these prayers, that may God himself cause the prayers that Jesus prayed for his disciples to be evident in your life from today in the name of Jesus Christ. And above all, I pray that you identify your purpose on earth and God himself will usher you into a season of fulfillment that you will fulfill that purpose for which you have been made and for which he has sent you into this world in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to spend some few minutes, go through the verses and pray those prayers that Jesus prayed for the disciples. Pray them one after the other. Personalize them and speak them over your life. And as you do so, it will come to pass and you will be strong in this world and you will stand in this world and your work with God will take on a new dimension, will take on a new step and a new move. Hallelujah, child of God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. The Lord bless you for being a part of us today. We want to continue to remind you that the prayer closet is ongoing. Mondays and Thursdays at 10 p.m. We meet in the prayer closet and we pray. So we want you to join us as we make intercession. The year is coming to an end and we ought to make intercession for ourselves and cross over well. And we also pray for Ghana. Ghana is having their elections today. We pray that the spirit of peace will reign all over the nation and that God's will concerning this election will be established in Jesus' mighty name. If you want to be a part of the prayer closet and you don't know how to do so, you can go to Facebook and search for the prayer closet and be a part or you can call us on 0242-027166 or you can also call us on 054 The Lord bless you and keep you. Shalom.